Hello. Welcome back to the Bottleneck Podcast. I'm your host. I love Q. Or Quita. Whichever one you want to call me. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So. Not much is ex- not much has exactly happened in my life since the last episode, but yeah, just just feeling a little sad today. We're for the past, whatever. Um, I finally. Got around to talking to my friend, and you guys could probably hear the microwave, not microwave, the fridge, my fan in the front room. I don't have a silent place to record. Y'all know that, so sorry. Anyway, um, my friend. I talked about how he came out of nowhere. Like, I had a crush on this dude since I was a child. (laughs) And I say a child, but like, maybe 17, 18. And I always liked him. But about six years ago now, I made the mistake of... Sleeping with someone. One of our friends, right? And, um, oh. Like, look at me wrong. Dude did not like me. I just, I just liked him. You know, I had to crush on him. And he always rejected me. So, that's how that was. But, made the mistake. I slept with a friend of ours. He was married. Um, back then, I just, I didn't care anymore. So, I did what I wanted. I wanted to have sex with someone, see if I liked it. And I did. And I did not like it. So, another opportunity came around for me to try again like maybe because it's like technically my first time right with somebody that i chose so i was like you know what whatever let's try again (laughs) and i tried again and it was equally as bad as the first time around i didn't like it so it doesn't it didn't whatever cool some other shit happened, and I eventually left a friend group because of it. Mind you, these are people that I've known for 15, at the time before I left, 15, 16 years, whatever. Um, last year, when my granny passed away, we had, uh, before that, I sponsored a baby shower for my uncle, who was like my brother, and this friend, he didn't make it to 
the baby shower. But the guy that I had sex with did. And I've got a little bit of fear. Or just a little scared of him. But it's not to the point that, you know, I can never talk to the guy again, right? Still somebody I grew up with. It's just that after what he did, I kind of... Just just a little hesitant to talk to him. But he asked me, he's like, oh, we good? And I was like, yeah, sure, you know, we're fine. That's all good. Everything's okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. But yeah, back to the guy I've had a forever crush on. He, um, he didn't come to the baby shower. So when I got home... I did message him and I was like, hey, it's too bad you didn't go to the baby shower. I just gave him a little quick rundown of like, and you know, just why I left, whatever. It wasn't the entire truth, but it was good enough, you know. And then my granny passed away and he came to the repass and the funeral. And I, I remember seeing him and I was like, oh. That's, that's my friend, that's my forever crush, and my granny's repass. After that, I just message him every now and then, send some memes or whatever. And I was content with that. I was okay. It was a gentle friendliness. Um... I was okay. I was just, I was just being nice. Every now and then, you know, I was just sending something about Pokemon, whatever. I did. Um, I did see him. Like after the repass, I went to my uncle's house, and that's where everybody, you know, they were hung, they were hanging out, and it was cool. I did see him there. Yeah, it was nice. But then my brother, he was locked up. And one of my other brothers would, you know, put us all on a conference call and we talked to him, the brother that's locked up, and my friend, he would be on there. And it was so funny because he and I would just start talking to each other and talking over both my brothers. And it was funny. So, you know, that would happen from time to time. And then one day, I had to be the one to put um, my brother, who was locked up, on a conference call with, you know, our friend. And then we're all talking. Situation happened. We still talking to. We started talking to each other, and it was just so much fun. My brother had to go. I didn't hang up. I just started talking to him, and we started talking, and we talked for hours, and hours, and hours, and then, out of nowhere, he started flirting with me, and calling me cute, and actions and stuff, and it kind of, it kind of blindsided me, right? I wasn't expecting anything like that. 
I was just being friendly. I was just happy to talk to my friend. You know, because we used to be close before I went away. And... You know, I mentioned a couple times how just a little bit of why I left and how depressed I was and I was suicidal. I didn't I didn't go into the nitty gritty. I just I didn't. I can't. I can't go into the, the icing of the cake <laughs> this fucked up cake that my life was six years ago but he was persistent and we ended up crossing a little bit of a line and uh you know like phone sex happened right cool it was something i've always wanted from him right communication getting close you know But I mentioned um, a friend that we had that I slept with, right? And I mentioned how he said he liked to pray on girls a little self-esteem. And I guess me saying that was probably the deciding factor for what happened next. Um, but before that, his. His grandma passed away, and she's been like one of the the strongest pillars in his pillars in his life, right? From what was said at her funeral, she seemed like such a lovely and beautiful woman. I never got to meet her because he never let me come over his house, even though we were close friends. And um, it's unfortunate. I think I would have loved that woman very much because she seemed like a lady with a lot of moxie, right? <laughs> but I never got to meet her. So after a little while, um, you know, I would message him almost every day leading up to the funeral. Um, but Somebody told me, like, hey, I'm pretty sure you're being insensitive. Like, who the hell wants to look at memes or listen to music and shit when her, you know, their closest family member just passed away? So I gradually stopped. Because I asked, I asked him, right? I was like, hey, you know, somebody told me I was being insensitive. Like, what do you think? I mean, um, I'm an anxious person, so... He didn't say anything, um, so I, I kind of took that as confirmation. <laughs> I know, it's stupid. I should have just kept doing what I was doing regardless, but I just didn't want to add more stress to, you know, whatever he's going through, so I stopped. And after that, you know, had a couple times where, you know, we talked and stuff. And, um, this one time, I finally got him in a party chat on PlayStation. And, uh, and I genuinely wanted to ask him, like, 
hey, do you think I'm being insensitive? It's like, cause I, you know, I want to keep trying to talk to you. I want to keep sending you uplifting things. Like, I can understand how annoying people can, that shit can be when, especially like when a religious person do it, right? I'm not exactly religious myself. More spiritual, I suppose. But he kept leaving the party. I, and then he laughed so much over and over again. I fell asleep. And after I fell asleep, I woke up. I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe five minutes later, I woke up. And um, he was gone. He left. And I was like, oh. And I got so annoyed. And I was like, you know, I texted him. I was like, you know, I wanted to ask you something. That's why I asked you if we could talk, right? But he left. And he also didn't reply to that. And I was like, you know, I wanted to talk to you. I felt like I, and I, we needed to talk about this because... I'm at a loss, and I, I don't know how to interact with you, you know, normally. Like like I said previously, before his granny passed away, things were going, they were heading in a, a really nice direction. Of course, I talked too damn much. <laughs> but, yeah. <sighs> There's the yawn. But yeah, of course I talk to them much, but whatever. What? And a couple of weeks went by, you know. Then it started getting a little stable for them and whatnot. And then I took a week not messaging him or whatever. And I thought about everything. You know, why? Because he had stopped, like, flirting with me. And... Doing all of that. And I didn't, I didn't know why. Right? So. I eventually worked up the courage. And I told him. I'm like. I need a little slip up. But I told him like. Just because I'm scared. Or rather content. With being alone. And or. Scared of relationships or whatever. It doesn't mean that my ability to like someone isn't there, you know? And I was like, I like you. The problem is that I've always liked him, right? I already felt like he was going to tell me. Either he didn't like me or um, like that, or he just wanted friendship. And I was right. He said he only wanted friendship from me. And um, I told him, like, yeah, that's what I expected you to say. And I told him, like, yeah, it'll take a week to think about it. I, I wrote out all the things that I like about you and dislike about you. And, like, one of the things I wrote was that I dislike is that 
You don't like me like that. And then I asked him why he would get on that level with me. You know what he said? He was like, oh, well, you know, I'm more mature now. And, um, you know, how before I didn't really, you know, adhere to your advances or whatever. I thought I'd try and see if I like you as anything more than a friend. And he's like, I mean, that may sound cruel, but, yeah, you know, at least I'm being honest. Unless you're being honest. You tested your feelings. And made me think things would change. And um, and there was no regard for how something like that would affect me. <laughs> it was just... Uh, Heartless, even. So, that's how that went. Um, gonna talk to him some more, you know, after all of that. It's some night and stuff. And, um,. Then we got into a little bit of an argument because I told him, like, it feels like you played a trick on me. He's like, oh, that's that's really an attack on my character. And I was like, I suppose so. And then I was like, I mean, I could tell you, I could say what somebody else told me. He's like, what is that? And I was like, that you were doing me the way Sonny was doing me because I was easy. And he was like, that's the same thing. And it's really an attack on my character. And I was like, I know. Who's, who tests their feelings like that on someone that they know had feelings for them back in the day? For years and years and years. And then I'm like, well, was this payback for me leaving? Payback for me sleeping with our friend? Which one is it? And I'm like, was that? Whew. I'm like, man, was I so, like, because, you know, I saw him at this, his granny's funeral, and I was like, like, when you saw me, did you think, oh, that was a mistake? Oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that, you know? Was it? I'm heartbroken. It's okay, though. I mean, it's okay. And this friend, he tends to have, he puts up walls, really thick ones, and, um, 
They're hard to overcome. They're really hard to overcome. And, um, I'm the idiot for dropping my guard the way that I did. And getting carried away and not, and not, not paying attention. Oh, guys, why do I make these mistakes, right? I make these mistakes, and then I'm hurting, and the other person, nothing happens to them, right? And now, I'm just sad, and I'm lonely, and all he wants is friendship for me, and I have to, then I have to do that. <laughs> And I have to be his friend, right? Because I feel like leaving the friend group the way that I did was immature. But at the same time, I don't regret it. It was necessary for me to heal. But it's like he doesn't get that to a degree. Because he's mentioned it a few times. And he helped me make a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, which was pretty cool. I love that deck, right? Because he made it for me. He helped me. And I hate how stupid I feel. This is taking me like everything to not cry, right? But yeah, I feel so incredibly silly. And I'm embarrassed because I I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> like I, you know, crossing the line and going into, you know, like freaking the freaking freaking phone sex situation. And it's like I never done that with anybody. I've like, you know, ERP'd on like Final Fantasy with some people, but like it shit didn't mean anything. And um, that was all through text. But this was like a phone call. Are you talking to one another? I just and and. <sighs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Every single time, I think that, you know, I'm like, no, men are just as complicated as women. They have, you know, they deserve to be able to cry and do this, that, and the other, too. I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very adamant about men's mental health and whatnot. Because I have five brothers. And I believe everybody deserves to have a safe space to, you know, be themselves and vent and whatnot. And I try my best to not think negatively of men as a whole 
or try to throw them all in the same gap, right? Does it, do men's feelings really just switch off like that? Then I start thinking about that and I'm like, did it just switch off? It's like, were you not liking me at all? Like, did it end that quickly? Why? Why? And I will just always have that question in my head as I twist my personality again to just be his friend. And then I was telling my uncle, who's like my brother, that a part of me really just wants to stop talking to him. No, I'm not gonna delete him or anything like that. Oh my god, my coffee maker decided to turn off. And it beeped. Like, no, I'm not gonna delete him or anything like that. But I just don't, I just don't wanna talk to him. And then he's like, oh, well, you know, that'd be kind of childish. He hurt me. When I, when, I, when I started back talking to him, I was just being friendly. I was just happy to talk to my friend. Like, I miss him. You know, we've always gotten along really well. But he created this narrative and created this space that um, I was so comfortable. I was so excited. Just <laughs> I, I don't. It just came out of nowhere. It was so surprising and. It was just so surprising. But yeah. That's how that ended. And I'm not allowed to make jokes or make advances or anything like that. Because if I do, he'll get very stern with me. And, um, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, there was an incident, like, uh, was it the beginning of this week or was it last week? I think it was, a, it was last week or last weekend where, um, I didn't understand. No, I don't, I don't think it's that I didn't understand. It's just that. His wording was probably confusing, and well, maybe I didn't understand. I don't know. It's just he came off really petty, because like I said, he helped me make a, a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, and he was saying that he's never going to use that deck again, and it's just you know it's for me. You know, he's like, oh, you know, you can just use it, and blah blah blah. 
And it bothered me. And normally I just say, okay. But it didn't make sense that he was saying that. And I was like, well, I was like, what's wrong with us having the same deck? Like, does it matter? You just don't have to play me with it, you know. And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, are you being petty or are you drawing another line? Like, you're drawing another boundary, is what I said. So that I don't talk to you slash ask you advice about the deck. And he took offense to that. And previously, I'd say the day before, a situation happened where the friend that I'd had sex with messaged me about winning a duel against my uncle. And I didn't want him or any of the other people in our friend group to know that I was dueling. I'm still not comfortable talking to them. And I don't want to be in the solo situation with the guy that I had sex with at all. And I cannot explain that to my friend. I cannot go into detail about that to my friend. Because my friend is his children's godfather. And if I tell him that a guy that I had sex with forced himself on me. How's he going to take that? Is he going to believe me? Is he going to take a guy's side? Is he going to call me a fucking liar, bitch? I don't know. But I can't tell him that. And he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why I'm uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate the guy I slept with. I don't hate him. No. Not even a little bit. I've known him a very long time. I'm just hesitant. I'm a little scared. That's all. Like when I see him and we're all together or whatever. Sure, I can give him a hug. Sure, I can talk to him. Make little jokes here and there. It's alright. It's fine. And when I'm around, you can see the guilt on his face. That's it. And when I don't engage in his little playful antics, you can see it. He knows why I left. But he's not going to say anything. He's not going to apologize. He's not going to own up to it. And that's okay. Because I've made peace with it. It's fine. I shouldn't have put myself in a situation. It's my fault. I knew that the first encounter was trash. And I decided to do it again and it was still trash. After that, I just wanted to sleep. That's it. And that's when he forced himself on me. So. <sighs> yeah. Shitty icing on a shitty cake. That was in my suicidal depressed life. Six years ago. And I can't tell my friend that. 
You know, he really doesn't like me. Actually, no. I'm actually quite certain that he likes me. Pretty sure that he does. The problem is that he's a fucking idiot who has pride and when he makes a decision about something, he tries to hold firm to it. And it's very rare to get him to change his mind. And it's annoying. He's so fucking inflexible. Incompromisable. Uncompromisable is the correct word. Just... And it and it's... Oh, it's just so stupid. You know, when I left, nobody asked questions. They all just made me feel like I was some type of fucking scorned mistress. I didn't want shit from that dude. Other than to fucking see if I liked sex. And it turns out that I don't. So, yeah, there's that. Again, my mistake. I did that to myself. So, and I was, I wasn't, and I wasn't back then. I wasn't ready to talk to him. I didn't want to talk to that dude yet. I was so scared. I was so confused. But I got pressure from everybody, from my friend, from my uncle, from my brothers. Even one of my brothers told me, oh, you should have stayed in your place. I don't know what fucking place I walked out of. <laughs> like, at all. I'm like, alright, cool. Cool, cool, cool. It's all good, you know? But I'm definitely the villainess who walked away without a reason, right? It's cool. It's cool. So I've been talking to somebody else. Some dude randomly messaged me on Facebook. So for the past week. Um, I'm talking to him. He's boring because he doesn't ask any questions. He'll compliment my parents and shit. And, and says that my personality is enticing. Cool. Whatever. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about lots of stuff. It ends up me being the one asking questions and maybe one out of like ten questions he'll mirror a question that I asked. And it's annoying. He uses an Eskimo or Alaskan native. His name is hard to say as fuck. So far, it's just through messages that we've talked, and I think that's fine, for the most part. And talking to somebody else is, is healthy for me, right? That's how it should be. I'm tired of having my feelings dismissed. I'm so freaking sick of it. That is why I left in the first place. <sighs> I know I don't have as much energy as I normally do. And I'm sorry. And 
I know it's been a long time since I've made an episode, and I'm pretty sure the episode that I made uh, last was about this friend, and I think I was drunk, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was drunk, too. <sighs> it's frustrating, because... We can talk, we can laugh. He was like, yeah, you know, I think it's better that we're friends anyway. You guys, this fucking idiot likes me and I don't know what his problem is. But yeah. I'm just keep talking to him because even though I'm hurting, even though I'm sad, he's still my friend, and, and I like him. <laughs> I'm so fucking weak, guys. That's why I'm trying my best to talk to this other dude. Just so I don't have something to do, something to say to someone else. I'm lonely. I don't know. I wanted to go to school, but I don't fucking feel like doing that shit right now. I'm gonna try to do spring classes. I need to get the GED practice test. Um, <laughs> fucking broke uh, again. And then I have to pay rent um, twice next month, so I'm pretty much ass out. And what else? I also need to... Um... I don't know. I need to go to my mama's house. I need to go there. Um... And... I need to clean up my apartment. This is getting a little messy. But I don't care right now. It's not that I'm so depressed. I'm not super depressed right now. But I'm also not very olive or cute. Cute. <laughs> That's the name of my Final Fantasy character for a little while. But I'm not very happy. But at the same time. I lay in the bed and I think about my friend and over the conversations that we've had and how I've gotten him to laugh and how he's gotten me to laugh and how he's, he's fucking childish as hell, his humor. <laughs> like people say, um, chapters close, you know? Like, you can close a chapter, close a book, you know, on your life or whatever. And certain chapters open again. They don't open again. You make it to a new chapter and a new page. And this is just like one of those pages that's a reference to the past. I mean, technically that would be memories, alright? So, why the hell did this chapter open? Only to shut immediately. 
I'm just. <laughs> He's like, oh, I tried it. You didn't try anything. You can. It's just so confusing. That's fine. I'm gonna open another chapter by force if I have to, just to get over this shit because it's dragging right now. It's like reading fucking Hunger Games, the third book. I don't even remember what the hell the third book's name was, but it was so awful. Just killed characters for no reason. I mean, I guess this was my opinion, but yeah. Alright, I think... I think I've gotten it out in my system today. Just a little bit. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is for me to just talk and vent and say whatever I need to say. And it doesn't have to be all the time. It have to be every week. There's no, there's no times table. Just talk about what I want to talk about. And it, I appreciate everybody who does listen. Hopefully you get some type of solace in the situation that I may be going through. And, you know, you understand. Just know that somebody else understands you. And I love you guys. And... Yeah. Thank you for listening. Um, my fridge is kicking in like high gear. But yeah, thank you for listening to the Bottleneck Podcast. I'm your host, Olive Q, and I'm signing off. Don't forget that if you have somebody you love and they love you back, make sure you let them know. <laughs>